All right, guys, welcome back. Jiu-Jitsu Motivation Podcast. We just finished a uh, awesome seminar here at Hampton Jiu-Jitsu with uh, Leandro Lowe and uh, covered a lot of good uh, guard passing and sweeps here. So that's what I like to do is bring out the top guys in the world and, uh, you know, have them out to for seminars and the podcast, show some techniques. We also got uh, Fabricio from uh, Lifestyle in um, Queens in the city. So I really appreciate him being here. He's going to translate for us. Uh, me and Fabricio go way back as well. And I'm Greg Melita, Black Belt, Second Degree, owner of Hampton Jiu-Jitsu. And I'm Brian DeLuca, Black Belt and author of Jiu-Jitsu for Small People, another weird shit I think about. <laughs> great book, great book. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, really, I just wanted to bring uh, Leandro on for a little bit. Just finished an awesome seminar, like I said. And um, one of the uh, questions Brian had initially we were talking about was, when you compete in Leandro, you compete in a lot of weight classes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what was you started, your... you started at light, you've competed at light, you competed right. at middle, heavy, middle, right? Like five middle, weight classes. Middle, heavy, heavy, and light, uh, medium, medium heavy, uh, heavy is super heavy. Okay, you're you're a pretty lean guy, man. How do you like? How do you go from heavy yeah. to? It was like the weight light. cut. Like, how do you really right. do the weight cut for that? Yeah. Ah, o máximo que eu cheguei foi 90, 94 quilos, né? É o máximo que eu cheguei. The, the heaviest he has ever been is uh, 94 okay. kilos, which is going to be... É que o meu objetivo era ganhar o leve, né? O médio, meio pesado, pesado, super e o ultra. Mas, o, mas foi, é, eu vi que o super e o ultra é muito difícil, né? Yeah, his, his, his goal, his plan was to try to win all these divisions. To win as a lightweight, middleweight, medium heavy, heavy, which he managed to do it. But then the super heavy and ultra heavy, like, was... He figured é, out that was really, like, really hard to do it. É, porque eu não consegui chegar aos 100 quilos, né? Então, e com 94 eu fico lento. He então, couldn't reach vi... all the, the 100 kilos that ah. he was planning on getting to 100 kilos. And at 94, which was his heaviest, he, he already felt that he was slow. He wasn't moving as much. Então eu vi que meu peso mesmo é 88 quilos e como eu queria sempre absoluto, então não importava muita categoria. Yeah, and he felt he felt that his like perfect weight would be at the 88 kilos. Okay. And uh, his his goal was always to be to to win the open class, the black belt open class, and then he was too slow. So that was the perfect way for him to. Because right. you 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 have you've won at various weight classes, but you won a lot of opens also too. You're you're one of the most like uh, I don't decorated mm. jiu-jitsu black belts out yeah, there. Absolute so, division. Category você ganhou, você ganhou bastante o absoluto também. Atletas jiu-jitsu mais que mais conquistou. É no pano, pano europeu, né? No brasileiro, o mundial, mas eu fechei com bochecha, mas consegui chegar três vezes na final. Yeah, so there was the, he won the Pan Ams. Black belt open class, European open class, the Brazilian, the nationals, the Brazilian nationals that he won the open class as well. And uh, ah. with the world championship, when he closed with Bushesha, hmm. that he was a champion too. But besides that, he reached the finals mm -hmm. three times. Basically, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Three times in the finals of the open class. Wow. Black belt. You feel like the um, the specific game that you have with the spider and De La Hiba that we did today, like that's great for guys in open weight. It's great for guys. It doesn't matter if they outweigh you or not. That game is, it seems like it's perfect for that. Você que aquele jogo de Dela Riva que a gente fez hoje é um jogo perfeito para todas essas categorias aí. É, o jogo de guarda, né, aberta e passagem de guarda, se você tem os dois, é, 
e queda também é, é mais fácil porque onde cair você está confortável né? And so he 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 tries to have like more uh, type of complete game, right? Mm -hmm. His his guard, his open guard is mm -hmm. very efficient. He relies a lot on his open guard, but he also work a lot to improve his takedowns, mm -hmm. which is important. And he's we were talking about he was like very comfortable and he's on top. That's why when he sweeps, he's not really concerned if he's gonna land, pass it, or facing the guard. A gente estava falando que quando você raspa, você não se importa muito. É, eu gosto de passar, né? Então eu sempre treinei muito passagem de guarda e e, e fazer guarda e passar guarda, porque é o que mais acontece nas lutas, né? Tanto que, às vezes, eu até não consigo finalizar de tanto que eu treino muito isso, porque é o gás, né? Yeah, so the, the, he really always likes to pass the guard, so he always trains a lot of uh, sweep and passing, because that's what you're going to see most of the time uh, when you're fighting, right? It's that battle for sweep and pass. That's why a lot of times he won't be, he doesn't finish the fight, Because of what he's training the most is sweep and pass. And then the, the conditioning that he's always able to do all these fights for the conditioning that this type of training will give you. So so do you switch up? So when you're fighting light, do you switch up your game versus when you're fighting like, say, like heavy or do you, you know, do you switch up your game at all? Yeah, or, or is it all the same? Or is it, or you just play your game? Ah, mudou. Os caras, principalmente, né, o tamanho, né, o a força, assim, os caras é, no leve era mais o meu, o meu, meu corpo. Eu tive que treinar muito, muita musculação, tomar muito suplemento para poder chegar no peso, mas o meu peso natural era, era 76. Ele yeah, he felt that his natural weight was always uh, 76 kilos, right? Which is the, the lightweight, middleweight type of training. Eu tive que bastante para so chegar ao 88. He had to train and lift weights a lot and work with supplements and everything to put it on the weight and be able to mm -hmm. fight these heavier divisions. Yeah, but as far as his game, like his, as far as like his techniques, it's pretty much the same. A técnica que você mudou também, ah, a força de adaptar, ou não, você teve que mudar eu, a técnica? Eu fui mudando foi... mais pelo, porque o cara já conhecia meu jogo, então eu tinha que fazer outras coisas, mas é, ainda continuo com as mesmas coisas que eu fazia antes, yeah, he, só mudou he, algumas he, coisas. He changed, the, his game changed not so much because of the different on the weight that he had it, but because everybody uh, started understanding his game, mm -hmm. that he started stopping one thing, another thing that he's doing, and that his game was evolving more because they're stopping, not because of the size difference. Gotcha. Mas a essência continua mesmo, de guarda, né? Guarda aberta, de guarda. The foundation of his game was always the same, the guard game and the guard passing, it was the same foundation. Eu, from the... eu também queria mudar muito de peso, porque eu queria lutar com os caras diferentes, né? Os mesmos caras, às vezes, não tem mais tanto ânimo. Yeah. He, he really wants to uh, challenge himself going to the other weight classes because he was always fighting the mm -hmm. same people in the light division, right? And then mm -hmm. the motivation of fighting a different people, fighting other guys that are not always the same, that one of the things that made him mm -hmm. uh, go up and weight. Wow, yeah, that, that leads to my next question, which is, you know, when, specifically when you were fighting like Keenan and guys that were developing the uh, lapel games, it seemed like every fight that we saw with you guys You know, he did a, a different lapel thing, and then you came up with a counter, and then the fight after that, he did something else, and then the fight after that, you came up with a counter. Like, that, I think, was one of the most entertaining, you know, matches you and Keenan and just battling with the lapels. So, like, was that something after every match, you just went back and studied different ways to beat that lapel? When you started to fight with Keenan, he was doing a game of lapel, then you had to kill that game, and he came with a different game, and then he changed it, and he did another game. Then, when you fought again, 
ele fazia uma parada diferente, tu divide de novo. Como que foi isso aí? O Kinnan foi um cara que eu tive que abrir mais minha mente, né? Porque eu não gostava. Antes, eu sabia que ele tava fazendo lapela, eu sabia que ele tava com ele fazendo lapela, mas eu não ligava, achava que eu ia conseguir. Mas eu lutei a primeira vez, aí eu perdi, né? Então eu tive que voltar pra academia e aprender a passar essa guarda. Yeah, Kinnan was someone that made him like open his mind on the having to learn that lapel yeah. game, for example, because after he lost the first match, when he had the first match, he had to go back to the gym and really work on that lapel that he wasn't really interested on in working on, and mm. he made it improve a lot, having to train to adapt to his game. Yeah, he said that, oh, I'm going to train. Not that I really need to learn how to do it, so I can do it, but at least I can fight and get rid of it. And mm -hmm. be able to fight someone that uses that, right, that uses that it. game, yeah. That's that's the evolution right there, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Guys coming up with something, guys coming up with a counter. You know what I mean? And uh, I remember watching, you know, being really inspired by you guys down in Brazil. I think when you and uh, the Meows and everybody were Cicero Costa down there and um, training. And one of the things I noticed about it was you guys had like separate days. Like one day, it was just an hour of of, of rolling. You know what I mean? Eight minute rounds and just rolling. And then the next day, literally just drilling. And that opened my eyes because I never really saw that before. I mean, you know, coming up the way I, we came up, right? It was it was just always the same format. And we were like, wow, these guys are getting in there. And it's only an hour, granted, the professional level, but only an hour of rolling. And then the next day, only an hour of technique. And that was the format. Is that, was that like something that you really felt was a big part of helping you? One of the things that inspired him and changed his mind was that he saw the way you were training in Brazil, in Cicero, with Vial, with everyone, como o treinamento era diferente do que é o normal, que tipo, tinha um dia que vocês iam fazer, ia ser só treino, só rola, só rola, só rola. O outro dia ia ser um dia só de drill, só ia fazer drill. Como que não, na, como você vê esse na, treino? Na, é, é, esse treino é um dos mais, assim, melhores pro peso, pro peso leve até o meio pesado, assim, porque é muito cardio, né? Você faz uma hora de posição, depois mais uma hora de rola. Ou então tem dia que você vem só faz muito mais rola, tem dia que você vai fazer mais posição, então isso você... É, e era duas, três vezes por dia, né? Esse... So you say like this, this type of training was really good for those lower uh, weight classes division, up to like middleweight, lightweight, uh -huh. the guys that are smaller than them, right? Because Porque there will be... Ferro, né? era só três vezes isso. It was like, no, they, nobody had... To... Do a weight training over there it was just mm -hmm. going to the gym three times a day and doing like one oh. hour of <laughs> sparring and one hour of drilling, dava sometimes two hours. Six hours, né? Six hours, dava six hours, three hours de drilling, rola. three hours wow. uh, sparring every day, three sessions. Oh, that's that's, three, a, that's a long session. day, that's a lot you know, of training. You guys right? down there do what eight, eight minute on, two minute rest? Eight, 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 eight minutes, eight minutes, two minutes. Descansa dois? É, fazia toda vez mais ou menos. 18 rounds. 8 minutes round, resting 2 minutes. Wow. Yeah, see that? That's, that's, that opened my that's eyes. Some, that's like, a, yeah. Eu sempre falo, né? Da, da marrom até a, os três primeiros anos de preta, você tem que treinar o máximo que você conseguir, né? Yeah. One of the things that he always says from the brown belt to your black belt, you have to train every day a lot, a lot of rounds to, to give you the. To learn how to, to train when you're tired. Because mm -hmm. you're going to be tired, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the final match, you're going to be always tired. Mm -hmm. And then if you're not training like that. At what point did you realize that you needed to lift? And at what point did you start really lifting weights? And... When did you start lifting weights? 
quando eu lutei com o Bernardo Faria, né? E com o Honório, o Vitor Honório, e eu não consegui mexer os caras. Quando então... ele fez o uh, Bernardo Faria e o Vitor Honório, daí ele não conseguia mexer os caras. Aí eu falei, ah, não, sem malhar, eu não consegui segurar yeah. os caras. Né? Então, consegui... Was gonna be really hard. E eu yeah. comecei a ver que eu tava chegando mais perto do absoluto, né? No pódio. E cheguei na final do PAN, do absoluto do PAN. Então eu vi que ali eu, eu ia ficar sempre chegando, então tinha que puxar o ferro para aguentar mais força. Ele percebeu quando ele viu que ele estava chegando no pódio para os Pan Ams e sempre chegando no pódio, ele disse que era a única coisa que estava perdendo lá, que ele ia precisar fazer para poder ficar bem, era colocar algum peso e colocar algum peso e colocar algum peso antes de ficar mais estranho, agora é mais estranho. Well, you gotta, you gotta sort of round your game, right? You know, especially light, you probably didn't need as much force or strength to, to lift guys, sweep guys, but now you're talking about guys that are a lot heavier than you, even naturally, you know? And they're cutting weight to get to that, and they're cutting weight to get to that weight class where you're trying yeah, to gain weight to get into the weight class. Então, tipo, cortando peso para chegar na categoria que você nem tá na categoria ainda, né? É, então, isso era, e isso começou, eu comecei a sentir que não dá para você tentar uma coisa que tá difícil. tipo, você não tá no peso, os caras são mais fortes, mais altos. Então eu comecei a ver que eu tava só me machucando, só me desgastando mentalmente. Está yeah. noticing that he was just like getting really really tired, getting hurt or trying to yeah. to match up their strength and not, yeah. and lacking on that, right? And then when he realized that he needs the weight training. Hmm. Acho que foi mais o mental mesmo que cansa, que cansa do que porque toda a luta os caras dobro de força. And the, the mental aspect of it, or the psychology of knowing that you're finding someone bigger and stronger uh -huh. than you, the, his, the mental, his mental battle uh -huh. was the one that was... Quando você luta para ganhar absoluto também, se tiver na academia três caras de 130 quilos, você vai ter que treinar com os três, né? Porque pode acontecer... No... When you train for the, for the open class and you have like three guys in the gym that are like 30 kilos, like 120 kilos, then uh -huh. you're gonna have to train with all three of them. So it's not just the fighting in the tournament, you're training with heavier people too, yeah. and you're not there, right? Yeah, I fiz isso 10 anos agora. Meio que eu quero só categoria, vou lutar mais pelo prazer mesmo, não por essas metas que eu criei. After 10 years competing at this high level and going to the open class, now he's gonna only do the his weight class, he's not going for Smart. open class anymore. Just gonna have fun with uh, his weight class. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and then you know the other thing that I've seen watching a lot of the videos is uh, the format of you like doing so much drilling and and the hard rolls too. You, you feel like the fact that you had the the you know the uh, the ability to try different moves in the drilling uh, enabled you to find your unique style because you got a unique top game, unique bottom game. And did you did that develop more in the hard rolls, or did that develop in the drilling, or a combination of both? Seu tipo seu jogo é bem diferenciado do jogo de todo mundo. Se você conseguiu perceber que seu jogo era mais diferenciado e você desenvolveu esse jogo mais fazendo drill ou mais rolando, mais treinando? Não, eu é, sempre rolando, né? Porque o drill me ajudava para para conectar as posições. Mas eu sei, tipo, tem um passador na academia, eu sempre chamava ele para guarda. Tem um guardeiro, eu sempre treinava por cima. Se o cara gosta de trocar queda, eu troco queda com ele. It was, it was more during the sparring session that he will, he will develop his game. He will drill to adjust the position, but every time that he knew that, oh, this guy is a good guard passer, he will pull guard. If someone that had a great guard, he will play top game. 
someone that had good takedowns, he will exchange takedowns right, right. with the person to challenge improve. Eu gosto sempre de testar todo dia, testar minha guarda, testar minhas passagens, always like to, to go and test everything, test the passes, test the guard mm -hmm. against mm -hmm. everybody. It seems like the answer is like we always say, it's balance. It's not it's just drilling. It's not just a rolling. You're rolling, figuring it out, and then tightening it up when you have that looseness to be able to drill and play and figure it out. Right? That's awesome. Yeah. That's, and that's one of the things, too, with having good training partners, not just always just going hard, but being able to play around, learn. Do you know what I mean? Go through positions. Não é o tipo, é, são difíceis, né? É difícil você é, até hoje eu ver um cara que sabe treinar bastante. Eu vi poucos assim que sabe treinar, os caras são bons, mas saber aproveitar quase 100% dos seus treinos são poucos, né? Yeah, like for all the people that he trained, that he saw until today, that he's been training, it's very few people that know how to really take advantage of the their training. A lot of people are really good, but they don't know how to train, so they don't take advantage of their full potential of... They just show training. up and they, they get some rolls in, they, they sweat, they're not, not really... smart, right? Yeah. É, tipo, o cara, ele quer, vai treinar com você, ele quer estar descansado, eu não, eu quero estar cansado, eu quero, não quero ter, estourar pegada, eu deixo acontecer porque eu quero é, aproveitar o jiu-jitsu, né? Yeah, there's like the people that come to train and they only want to train with you when they're Rested. You don't want to train when they're super tired, right? You step around <laughs> and not train. When the, when the when the training session was like too strong, like strong training, they don't come back next day. They choose how to train. Right. So that he always like to see like let someone put a grip on him, so then he fight off the grip. And if it's like the training session with that person is really good, he will do like two three rounds with the same person. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you think a lot of do you think a lot of times when people come to train, they're just focused on winning the train versus actually learning and putting and themselves in bad, bad positions? positions mm -hmm. Like, acho que a galera treina muito para ganhar o treino ou mais para para melhorar a, mesmo? A galera treina mais para fazer estratégia para ganhar o treino e o campeonato, aquela estratégia sempre, né? Eu não, eu, eu, eu treino para raspar o passador, eu treino para passar a guarda do guardeiro, não como vou, ah, vou passar assim, vou evitar assim, não, vou para passar, sabe? Tipo, para soltar o jogo e vamos embora. Yeah, he said a lot, a lot of people like train to to have a game plan to or to win that training session or maybe right. to win the tournament just with a one game plan. He doesn't really care much about like training for one game plan. He wants to go and try to pass and do whatever it takes to pass mm -hmm. and do whatever it takes to sweep and be open minded to to do whatever mm -hmm. it takes. Well, it almost has to be, right? Because it's so fluid when you're actually fighting. You just don't, you don't know what your opponent's going to do, so you have to be fluid in your game plan. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, so that, like, leads to the other couple of questions I have, too. So, like, at what part of your training now are you, like, like, when you did ADCC in 2017, did you really, like, get, delve into the, the leg lock and defense leg locks and all that before ADCC? Parado antes do ADCC de 2017? Não, eu não tinha o conhecimento ainda. Eu, como eu lutei com o Gordon, né? E ele não conseguiu chegar no meu calcanhar, eu tinha treinado duas semanas. Então, eu achei que não, não era até um beijo de sete cabeças. Mas aí, o Craig Jones já veio com um jogo totalmente, umas entradas que eu não conhecia. E realmente, quando encaixava, eu já não sabia. Agora eu tô treinando bastante e já tô entendendo bem melhor. So yeah, he said he fought he fought uh, 
Não, do, é, então, eu, quando me chamaram, Gordon Ryan. Eu não so treinava, he fought Gordon Ryan eu, first. Eu não treinava sem kimono, né? Aí me chamaram para fazer uma super luta com o Brawley, só com o Brawley machucou. Yeah, Brawley couldn't fight him, right? With the super fight, like, Gordon Ryan. And he was he wasn't training really like He was he he thought he would be all right, but then Craig Jones came with a different game plan mm. and a different entries for the heel hooks, which kind of surprised him. And then he made him train. Now he's training a lot of more uh, heel hooks and leg locks. That's great. Understanding more how great how this leg lock and heel hook game works. Mm. See, that's the that's the evolution yeah. we talk about, man. Yeah. And, but these guys like Leandro that are gonna they go out there and they battle and they figure this out and then they mm -hmm. decide, all right, I do want to you know make it part of my game or learn how to mm -hmm. defend it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. You know? Whether it's going to be what you're progressing on or whether you're just defending. Yeah, I said after the after the DCC, he lost a lot of the motivation and interest on no nogi. Mm -hmm. Didn't feel like mm -hmm. to do nogi very much, but now more open minded about mm -hmm. doing more nogi, and he's training a lot more and to be ready for. No -gi oh man, I'd love to see him no gi yeah. more too, man. Because I mean, that's also professional no gi events is a, is a great way. I think even more so to make some money too as an athlete, you know. So, but I think with his game already, he adds in the uh, the, the leg attacks and defenses. That's gonna be uh, it's gonna be awesome. So, what was what was one of the toughest fights you ever had? Like, what what one sticks in your mind? Ah, uh, Felipe Pena. That was in the Gui when you fought him? Yeah, I think so, yeah. O Bernardo era um cara muito difícil. Those battles with Rodolfo, man. Those were unbelievable. Lucas Lepre. I remember that fight. Lucas Lepre too, very technical. Yeah. And you fought him, was that open weight when you fought him or in the lightweight division? That was lightweight. Six, he fought Lucas Lepre six times on the lightweight. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he's he's very technical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Those are some insane battles too. Mm -hmm. So what what uh, what what can we expect from you next? Where are we going to see you soon out there? What what do you got? Anything coming up? Ah, mundial, huh? Okay. The world championship now. He's here for the camp. Oh, you, you're going to Mino, Masters Worlds or just a regular world? No, it's a regular world. Regular yeah. worlds, okay. Yeah, which is... And he's going as a... Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, coming up. December okay, 15th. December 15th, yeah. Nice. Wow. All, All right. right, so we're seeing you back right, at gonna, the world. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. That's sick. Exciting. And now, what are you in New York City just for the world? Are you going to be here for a while? What? No, I'm Texas, Yeah. He's living to Texas first. Nice. Then California. He's gonna do the rest of his camp line in California. Mm -hmm. And then after fighting the the worlds in December, then he goes back to Brazil. Okay. After the worlds. Okay. Nice. Well, I mean, and then in March next year, then he comes back to the U.S. and stays until December, probably. In the city. Yeah. New York. Okay. Uh, New York. Ah, all right. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, we're going to be seeing you a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we're going to take a trip out to uh, Lifestyle right. 
MMA and yeah. uh, the Lifestyle uh, Jiu-Jitsu School in Queens. So, you guys, uh, give a shout out to Lifestyle and follow them on uh, Instagram and follow Leandro Lowe, obviously. Uh, we got a nice technique video we're going to put up too that he just uh, filmed today. We'll get that up there as well. Um, but yeah, man, no, really excited to see you on the on the on the world stage on the mats again, yeah. and uh, hopefully some uh, professional level nogi. I'd love to see his game in there and adapt to with those guys, man, because I think it's it'll be awesome to so. see. I think so too, man. It's going to be exciting when seeing you do some new nogi stuff. Definitely. Well, appreciate you coming on, guys. Thank you very Andrew. much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank and then uh, where else can you ask him? Where else anybody can find him? So just Leandro Lowe on Instagram. Anywhere else? Leandro Lowe. Leandro Lowe JJ. Okay. Leandro Lowe JJ on Instagram. Got to um, post a lot of stuff on there. You guys can check out whatever is going to be for a seminar. Anybody wants, you just did a seminar here. It was awesome. It's going to be in Dallas for like two, three days. Okay. Nice. At, uh, All right. Uh, Yago's Academy. Okay. Okay. Uh, nice. Yago's Souls Academy. And then in California training for them. Okay, so look look up those uh look up those seminars. You're doing some seminars there. Yeah, awesome. yeah he posts on his Instagram whenever he's doing um some seminars and then yeah we'll be releasing the technique video too right on the uh, Instagram here and then uh and the website. So make sure you guys uh stay in touch. We'll see you next time. Thank you guys.